0: Mike, I'm scared, it's getting dark. Well, Torgo, which way is out of here? There is no way out of here. It will be dark soon. There is no way out of here. No way out? Well, you know, we we could spend the night here, and then tomorrow we could...
1: I I don't want to spend the night here. I don't like the looks of the
0: place. Well, it seems we have no alternative. Well, how about it, Torgo? Can we spend the night here? Well, I don't know what else we can do. But, Mike, I don't want to stay here. And the Master wouldn't approve. Don't worry about it. We're here now, and I'm sure the Master won't throw us out. Well, how about it, Torgo?
1: I don't want to stay. Let's leave.
2: I don't know about it. I just don't
0: know. A well, Torgo, in or out?
1: Patient, dear.
0: Very well.
2: The master will be very disturbed. I'll get the the luggage.
0: Tortimer, we'll stay tonight and then tomorrow... You must be. You cannot stay. The master would not uh, approve.
2: Like, like, are you really gonna, I was gonna serious try to open do this? No, I was gonna
1: try to do like uh, a funny, you're gonna one. do a
2: bit. All right, do a bit. I was thinking
1: about it. I, I don't have it fully Make flushed out, Philip. Okay, let me perform <clears throat> mango
0: scans of fruit.
1: You have uh landed on the substance, I think, here, right, Trev?
2: Uh, something about biblical, thoughtful, and human. I what is this? <laughs> So uh, this is a special April
1: Fool's Day episode. Uh, Typically on The Substance, if this is your first episode, man, you're in for (laughs) a confusing treat. Uh, Typically, we're a Christian variety show. We look at various things, uh, faith, art, and culture, things like that. We've had a lot of wonderful guests on. You can check out our library if you're here. But today, we're doing a very special uh, April Fool's episode on a very unsubstantive film. Or, like, maybe, like... I mean, it's it's, full of stuff. it's, <laughs> it's definitely it's singular. full of stuff. It is singular, singularly and, bad. I mean, human, perhaps. Um, I'm very wow. excited to get into this.
2: Certainly uh, not transcendent. No, and no. I, I don't think thoughtful.
0: <laughs> no, <Nope. laughs> definitely, definitely not.
2: Maybe not biblical, really either. Certainly not. not. No, there is <laughs> there is a priest in it.
1: Is there a,
2: he's this kind of he, he's, he's kind of he's kind of a priest
1: He's a, a religious good figure oh, he does summon he does pray he, to manos
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he does pray to the hands god i guess okay I guess, let's
2: god of primordial <laughs> darkness yes <laughs> all right before
1: we get too far uh i'm your host uh philip marinello here with uh my we only got one other host here today trevor aiken yo and welcoming a very special guest a a homie from back in the day like Wait, back in the day like more than half our lives ago at
2: this point no, that's crazy to think about like, man Yeah, they to go and make it sober uh, like that
1: homie from middle school and high school i mean we stayed connected but like the guy we went to middle school with who uh has got number of credits on imdb he's in the film community he's in texas that's going to connect here later on to uh this <laughs> interesting film i think we can call this a film <laughs> um that's, i think uh, it's I, a film yeah jacob brady welcome to the substance
0: thank you so much guys it is uh, great to be here and great to see you both and thank you for bringing me on for this wonderful episode
1: Dude, I think <laughs> about some of the stuff that we did like every so often and like just doing that intro now. I'm like, that was a long time ago. For me, I'm like, oh yeah, back in the day. It's like, no, that was back in the day.
0: But, yeah, it Please. was genuinely back in the day. At as least. much as in middle us school guys, like, six through 8th is when day. we went to
1: school together. We still hung out <laughs> in high school, but like six yep. through eight is when we were
0: like, that was a minute ago. Man, the formative <laughs> years. Very For sure, but, <laughs> yeah. and
1: we still stay in touch. I mean, I've I've seen you a number of times over the years, and we message a lot. But like, I, I messaged you the other day about a podcast I was listening to, and I was like, "Man, what." What even, like, who are we all with at that time? I was like, did I insert Trevor or remove Trevor from this memory? I feel like I'm always doing it. It's it's always one of the other things.
2: Like, Trevor, remember that time we did a... This episode's going to be a train right. This episode's going to be all
1: over the place. So, Trevor, I'll just ask you now on air. Do you remember watching another terrible but very interesting movie called Dreamcatcher with us about an alien in the woods?
2: Nope. All right. But I also I'm bad at remembering things like that, so that's true. That's that's doesn't mean a thing. I was was But it's it's quite appropriate that uh, we'll have a very disjointed episode for this movie. I think it's I think it's very uh, apt. Yeah, and very fitting. It's a correct way to review monos. <laughs> it's true. Not only is uh, Jacob an old buddy of ours, he does work in
1: film. Um, you got anything recent that uh, is coming down the line that you're aware of? I know. The film world, making a movie, and then releasing a movie are two very different things.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, the one that is really on, if you, uh, for horror movie fans, if you are on the program Shudder, we have hmm. what is this one called? I'm, I'm forgetting the name because it was called something different when we were shooting it. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a whole other thing of, what am I working on again? I
1: just bought a Blu-ray that Gave me like a free month of shutter, and I was like, I will use this when I have something to watch. So, it's I'll, got, I'm they've check got it lots
0: out. of fun, weird content on there,
1: dude. There's a fire hose of content everywhere in the world right now, and it's, it's overwhelming, and way too where? much content. Oh, yeah, oh, we
0: were talking about uh, that the yeah. other day, too. Yeah, yep. oh, yeah. She's like, Oh, have you watched this? No, but it's definitely on my ever growing list. Oh, here's another one from that list as well. Is it? Oh, nice. uh, um, the Netflix documentary, the ZZ Top documentary. Uh, got yeah. to work on that. That was a fun one. Nice. And, and also a really good documentary. Uh, but the one on Shudder is called Scare Package. It's like a uh, a bunch of short horror really stories. Called, yes.
1: Oh, does this have a physical release? I feel like I've seen this somewhere.
0: I believe it did. It actually just played down in uh, Florida. I think down in Winter Park. For some event right. for, at I the end like theater, I've,
1: I've seen this at like a
0: vintage stock, perhaps. <clears throat> it is worth a watch. It's a fun one. It's not so much horror as it is like horror comedy, and like well, it, that's it's an, a very it's a appropriate
2: run. for this episode yeah, here. Kind of like monos, but not no. intentionally, maybe. <laughs> so hopefully not like monos in that
0: sense. Yeah.
2: So definitely better uh, this. This being an April Fool's episode too, I was wondering how like how long we were gonna play it straight. Like, no, no, no guys, like seriously, have you thought about manos though? Manos, <laughs> the manos. hands of fate, the hands of Lovely fate. And we'll, for get, real. we'll
1: get it out right at the top. Um, love how that translates to hands, the hands of fate. <laughs> <laughs> Which apparently fate. they genuinely didn't know. They lived in Texas, <laughs>
0: <in laughs> El Paso, right on
2: the border, right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. really on the border of Mexico.
1: And they, and they thought, you know what? You know what's a good name? Manos. We should call it the Hands of Fate.
0: <laughs> I love it. The casting crew were just very angry and would mockingly call it Mango's Cans of Fruit behind the director's <laughs> back. And I, I want to see that movie. Is that true? <laughs> Mango's yeah, Cans of Fruit. I love that. <laughs>
2: It's beautiful. Oh, this movie, man. This so this, movie, uh, this movie is going to be fresh for a lot of people. There's there's got to be a ton of people who've never heard of Monos. I would imagine not. I mean,
1: I I feel like if you're aware of Mystery Science Theater 3000, it's definitely broke into the culture as a, like a terrible film that some might argue that nobody should know, but it's it's such a beautiful wonderful mess.
2: Um <laughs>
0: In the sense that it's
2: neither beautiful nor wonderful in any particular way. <laughs> it's it's a story of like, especially
1: with mystery science theater like rescuing it, like it's kind of like a story yeah. of human triumph. I mean, uh Texas fertilizer salesman makes good, right? <laughs> that old I, classic story. He won the yeah. <laughs> Tales I love this this. time. How much was Indeed. the bet for? I did not have the Wikipedia up. Does anybody know that off the top of their head? I so what Phil's know. referring to,
2: this movie was made on a bet.
1: This movie is literally the result of a bet between a fertilizer salesman and his friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he somehow won.
2: When you're selling poop in Texas and you're bored, what do you do? Make a horror movie? Go to Cancun or make a horror
0: film? Those are the <laughs> options. It's not like a lot of
2: Texas
1: other way. so the idea of making this like I gotta. It's not the worst idea in the world, right? Like, if you want to make a cheap movie to make your money back, the easiest thing to do is to make a horror movie because they're cheap to yeah. make, people like them, and sometimes like peop, not in a a negative way or a derogatory way, but the people who really like horror movies are not always wanting, like, we want a great film. It's like, they just want something fun to watch.
0: Exactly, something engaging. Which
2: Monos is not. Let's just be really clear. <laughs> no, it oh, depends yes. on how you watch
1: it. Watching <laughs> it with no commentary track. So, I mean, Mystery Science Theater 3000, the comedy program where that's amazing. people would, like, they would watch bad movies and, like, make fun of it as the movie went on. Um, that's oh, how... Okay. It it came back, and then they did it again on Rift Tracks. Um, Watching those are a lot of fun, but I mean, I could not imagine being at like the premiere of this
2: movie. (laughs) Being like, "Hey, Hal made a movie. Let's go see Hell's movie, honey." (laughs) And then, (laughs) Were people, like, how many people does that describe in the world? Though, we're like, how many people actually were at the premiere of Manos? I think it only played one time. There was a
0: lot of people at the premiere. They had the the uh, the mayor of El Paso came to it. <laughs> there was some uh, charity event that they were like tying the premiere into oh, to get more people. So her. smart, so smart. And, hey man, get you gotta get butts and seats. That's for sure.
1: Oh
0: man! <laughs> I was telling Trevor earlier, uh, my roommate Henry, who's also a, a filmmaker. Uh, is from El Paso, and him and his friends have gone out to the altar where they filmed. Nice. The I'm like, so now, now we have to go out and make a pilgrimage there uh, to an ode to the manos, the Hands of Fate. Manos,
2: The Hands of Fate. It's such I a wild thing. So, um... Plot question
1: mark? (laughs) How do we cover this movie? Well, actually, Trevor, let's do origin stories. Spoiler alert!
2: First off, spoiler (laughs) alert for people who haven't seen "Mottos: The Hands of Fate." This will be a a a spoiler laden episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. things do happen. Things definitely happen in the movie. There's the plot. um, Trev, did we? Was that Thanksgiving viewing the first time you saw it here in Kansas City?
2: Um, yeah, I, I guess so. so I, th- I think
1: that sounds right. I think that was the first time I actually watched it, too. It was one that I knew about, and I don't know why. I'm pretty sure that was the first time I ever watched it. Um. So Trevor and I's first viewing was together several years ago, and it was just
2: a blast.
1: I loved <laughs> it so much. Like, so cool. I feel like I, was, I almost cried laughing.
2: The, the selling point is, it, it literally is the... I mean, probably the worst movie ever, ever filmed, which is hard to say. It's hard to say, but like almost every single point about how this movie came into existence and the fact that it came into existence, because a lot of bad movies would not come into existence under these circumstances. Very true. It's just almost every single part about it technically And not technically, and just actually. (laughs) Existentially. Existentially. Emotionally, spiritually. Like, I was joking with Jacob earlier. I was telling him, like, it's actually kind of a meta-horror, where the horror actually (laughs) is the fact that you're watching this thing. The horror is that this thing exists.
1: So In a way, I was thinking about watching it, um, just standard, but I was going to watch it with the uh, commentary of the Master and Debbie, Because Hal Warren played, who made the bet to make the movie? He like wrote, directed, produced, edited, and also starred in it too. And his (laughs) daughter was the little girl in the movie. Who,
2: by the way, is the best actress, like in and the best like acting talent in the entire movie. Even though she (laughs) was
1: dubbed by like a middle-aged woman, like the voice (laughs) in the final product was a middle-aged woman because they didn't sync up the audio tracks.
0: They just didn't record sound. (laughs) The
1: whole movie is ADR.
0: It's beautiful. Oh, my goodness. In a terrible way.
1: So, like, I kind of became obsessed with this a little bit after I first watched it and uh, Mm. went out and watched the – because Mystery Science Theater put out, like, a special edition DVD. I think it's a two-disc. Yeah, it's a two-disc DVD. Um, It has, like, documentaries and, like, lookbacks and stuff. And then when the Blu-ray came out, I got the Blu-ray. The two K <laughs> restoration.
0: You just imagine like spending so much time making something so bad, and like it somehow just keeps coming back into I don't I don't want to call it the zeitgeist of, of the world of like entertainment, but the fact that it's still <laughs> being talked about. People <laughs> like,
1: love, like there are horror conventions that have like Manos exhibits where like a bunch gosh. of Torgos and Masters and stuff like people cosplay <laughs> like some fan like. I've seen online, like, fans having, like, monos weddings. Like, people oh love gosh. this movie. <laughs> and so, Trev, you know um, Mike White from The Projection Booth, who we had on our uh, The Thing episode? Yeah. He actually had the guy who did the restoration on his show while he was nice. promoting the Kickstarter. And I went back and listened to that, and I'll, I'll maybe link that in the show notes. And he was pretty Perfect. incredulous for, like, people who are calling it a bad movie. He's like, is that, like that guy was passionate about the film. The guy who spearheaded the restoration. Really? Like, I love the film in a way, but he's like, no, it's not bad. And I'm like, no, it's very bad. No, no, no. <laughs> like, In every so-
2: conceivable way. It's
1: bad. It's a movie. That's that. I, I have a lot of affection for, but it's, it's sure. a big old pile of trash.
2: <laughs> so let's, Let's let's talk about this big old pile of trash for people who a lot of folks are I mean here's the thing if you want to pause this maybe you're listening to this on YouTube if you want to pause this right now put there's a link. science theater link in there in our in the description not the, not the original you, I, put them both in there Let them decide. Both. <laughs> it actually looks pretty good fate. the
1: uh, picture the hands quality of on the um because it's um public domain Man, yep. the painting is there. They so didn't copyright <laughs> 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 it. Like, that's something that if you make, cause, I mean, Hal Warren did not go on to make any other films, and most of the people involved did not go on to make any other films. I think only the costume department people.
2: Think about that. This is owned just by the people of Earth. Like This is just owned by you, dear listener. This is your pile of crap. <laughs> you can have
1: it. <laughs> so I, what, I didn't take you? as many notes as I wanted, but how about that opener, trev
2: Of driving, <laughs> just, <laughs> the movie just starts. I was joking. <laughs> I was joking earlier. I was like, maybe we should just like pick a spot two minutes into this episode and just start there to commemorate how this movie starts. It just literally starts with um, it. Well, it starts uh, like going. Like it's, it's not like, like a-, a car pulling out of a driveway. It's like. Like an
1: overlook of a city, where like you have your little, uh, like spyglass thing.
2: <laughs> I think actually, technically, the first bit of the movie, like the first actual frame, is like half the side of a cliff. Well, it's with like, like, the, like, it's a, a, like a parking city lot city of an outlook. overpass of like a, um, like a well, welcome oh it, center area. Well, it pans to that, but it doesn't start there. Like it literally starts like here's just yep. Here's just a cliff yep. and a road, and it's mostly on the ground. Like sixty percent of the frame is just the the literal asphalt. <laughs> the and
1: then there's like sort of an establishing shot that's clearly not on like a dolly
2: like, or anything because it's oh this like really awful pan out, and then they kind of and then it goes to zero. very poorly framed traffic. And, and from the beginning, you can tell, Jacob. You were talking about like how it was filmed. Share a little bit about of that flavor with the yeah. listeners about the technical like production of, if we can call it that, of the the
0: cinematography. I mean, you definitely it was definitely shot on a camera. Uh, this was shot on an old uh, Bell and Howell camera, a sixteen millimeter camera, that was like made for like home use and consumers. But the reels of film they could use, they could only shoot 30 seconds at a time. And, like, watching this, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, the, the shots, and what's funny, too, is I don't know if it was just for length or for whatever reason, but it's simultaneously, like, discontinuity all over the place. Like, just really awkward cuts of stuff where, like, the film didn't line up. And, like, because of the 30 like, But then also just shots that hang for a really long time after, like the actors are kind of looking like, are we still acting? Are we still alive? Like, ah, you could one. tell there was no cut. There was no action. It was just things kind of happened in front of the camera. And then some of it ended up in Monos
0: the hands of fate. He just gave this movie to Monos the hands of fate. And <laughs> please make a movie.
2: Please, please. Manos.
0: Please. this. <laughs> And the translation, oh, yeah. uh, monos literally being Spanish for hands, so it's hands, the hands of fate. So good, just encapsulates so, everything about this so movie. So good,
2: it's just perfect. So, um, let's, let's talk about uh, the plot and then maybe we can get the <laughs> themes. Okay, <laughs> hold on here. I wanted to do this. So, like I said, um, I, bu- I didn't, um,
1: I wasn't aware of the Kickstarter as it was happening, but when I got into yeah. the movie, I went and I bought the Blu ray. Here's how. The Blu-ray describes itself, and remember that this is from a person with great admiration and affection, like genuinely for the film
0: itself. Mm -hmm. So this
1: is how he describes it. Mike and Maggie, on a road trip with their daughter and family dog, take a wrong turn in Texas and become trapped at a weird lodge inhabited by a polygamous pagan cult. They soon find themselves in the middle of a power struggle between caretaker Torgo cult leader, the master, and two warring factions of the master's wives. As the family tries to escape, the worshipers of Manos decide their fate. That's, that's the official version <laughs> of what happens in this well, so film. That's what, what I, I guess I that kind of <laughs> happens, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he was going for. But, I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense a little bit. I
2: don't know, though. Like, I, I almost feel like that explanation is fit onto the movie after the fact's. Like I, I doubt that there was a script anywhere that had that outline. Well, I mean, <laughs> like, this was being of a
1: shot. Movie trope, right? Like people on a road trip, like go into a place and it turns out bad. Like that's a pretty.
0: shot of water story?
1: Yeah, sure. like your your Texas Chainsaw massacres, your wrong turns, like that's pretty yeah. familiar territory. So that's yeah.
2: good. I. It's a it's a fairly good synopsis. I mean, you just got to throw in like this scene I'm 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 checking out right now is uh, <laughs> it's literally they're rolling past like court What is this like strawberry fields or whatever? There's just like so, over-
1: me- like there's so much running time at the beginning. Yeah, not of like a car driving on the highway, but like a camera shot out the window of just going one way and then inexplicably actually going the other way. I don't know if it was the same footage, just reversed, but it was literally like (laughs) they are traveling from left to right. just shot out the window. Like you don't even see the car. There's just music. And then they pass a sign that says Valley Lodge. And then they're going the other way.
2: Like if you've ever been on a road trip, just down some nondescript, non-scenic highway in America and have like pointed your iPhone camera out the window and hit record for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. <laughs> it
1: seems like 20- <laughs> 20 so- minutes.
2: Under- <laughs> then you understand at the beginning of Monos. The movie clocks in <laughs>
1: technically at 70 minutes, which qualifies it as a feature film. But like, yeah. <laughs> if you take out it the- struggles to get there, if you take out the running time where there is no human beings on the screen, no dialogue being spoken and no repeat dialogue being spoken immediately (laughs) after it was spoken the first time like there's maybe 25 (laughs) minutes of this movie
0: apparently at the beginning of this movie they were the reason they're supposed to have all these long shots was they were going to put a opening title sequence and titles over the side of the road cool Um... It could have been, but, the, because but they literally don't know there's whether like they fields. forgot or they just didn't and ran out of money. They and it's like, either, didn't. either or equal, <laughs> equally possible.
2: I was like, listen, I'm a fertilizer salesman. Do you need this for it to be a movie or not? <laughs> like, I texted like, Trevor. I still win the bet, don't I? <laughs> I
0: texted Trevor when I was watching
1: this. I was like, I'm just trying to put myself in, in the mind. I'm trying to just th- throw my consciousness into the mind of, of Hal Warren here. He's sitting in the editing room. He's like, yeah, that's good. Let's let's send that out there. Like, I w we've made very bad movies. We we made yeah, some sure. very bad movies in middle school and Indeed. high school. Yeah. And um, for school projects yeah, or fun, stuff. But like yeah. we knew you know we when something's bad. We <laughs> and, but, well, and you know and you're like, we should redo that. That's that's But, yep. just, but like, yeah.
2: fundamentally there's two problems with that line of thinking. One is the the thought of how actually sitting in an actual editing room. Looking at this film, and then two, forgetting the fact that he was a literal crap salesman, and so this is very much par for the course.
0: <laughs> it's so wild, it's a very valid point.
2: It's so so wild. Dare I mean, we enter though into like legitimate interaction with the story of the film? I mean, it's like, and that's why I love watching the Mystery
1: Science Theater. Like, I couldn't imagine watching this straight. Because there's no there's (laughs) no exposition like there's fumbling attempts at exposition like Torgo, who's the the caretaker Caretaker. of this little motel or whatever, like who's got like this
2: weird like leg deformity thing. Well, you're supposed to be like a monster. You're supposed to be like a satyr. I love how you have to like. To establish basic facts about the characters in this film, you have to do like a deep dive yeah. like, into Clover the history, and the backstory bad, right? <laughs> of this of this film. Um the it's like way. you had to know like the director features and all of the like set stuff and read the IMDb to figure out, "Oh, this was supposed to be like some sort of Greek character."
1: Well, no. So, you're sitting there at El Paso, 1966 at the premiere. <laughs> After a lot of just Not confounding driving footage, they get to this place that, like, he be- the father belligerently takes them to. He's like, can we talk about this?
2: He, like, maybe demands this is that point? they go into this terrible place. Yeah. Like Maybe this is a the theme of the film. Like you get what you ask for. Like you, they just show up on the stranger's house and they're like, well, we're staying the night here well, I because he so that's, I love that so much.
1: Cause they get there. This guy looks like a suit before you even get to the weird legs. That is very bad. <laughs> yeah. Special effects. This guy looks like a creep and a half and he's just standing there. Like yeah. and it's, Broad like, daylight. Like, it's like noon. It's yeah. the middle of the yeah. day. It's going to be dark soon, so we have to stay here now, right? The, like, like, the master would not like that. He goes, "Well, we're here, so what's he going to yes. say?"
2: Like Tor- like this is the thing about the like Torgo is actually cool. trying to help them. Like, Tor- like, listen, guys, you need to move on. Like, Torgo's this is not the place to help city. them. I think it's a little bit too far. The <laughs> Master wouldn't like you here. Like Torgo is the tragic hero of this film. Like <laughs> Torgo's he's, tragic. I I, I oh, right think you're right. <laughs> yeah, but he's like He's trying to do the right thing He's trying to be like, listen It makes no sense that you would stay saw, here uh... It literally makes no sense That you would stay here And and Mike's just like Well, I mean, we're at this, this house now That we're supposed to I be mean, at It, it says car. right here in my In my Outline on this three by five card that, that I have in the movie. He, he saw Maggie, he goes, I'm I'm
1: excited to stroke her shoulder when we can get alone
2: here. i <laughs> gonna like very awkwardly like get a strand of her hair next to her so, shoulder. Okay, let's talk
1: about like this the steamy scenes of this movie. There's the makeout couple, <laughs> and then there's Torgo's oh, interactions with Maggie and then the wives. Oh, like it's goodness. It's just so so the makeout couple that is at the beginning and at the end of the movie that I guess
0: is yeah. supposed to
2: be like they device. There. They're like randomly just there.
0: I'll note that the I, like, the the guy making out has a wedding ring on. I don't believe the woman has a wedding ring. Oh, on. Oh, that's that's but like and I guess I didn't notice that until I saw this remaster. It is okay. you know?
1: Also, the the girl <laughs> in the makeout couple. Yeah. Looked directly into the lens of the camera multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> Which, as you it's know, in film, lens. Jacob, as a cinematographer, that's exactly what you want, right? Oh,
0: every like, time. What, you
2: gotta
1: what break that is fourth the wall. point of
2: their device? Like, because it's also every single time that they show up, there's an interaction with the cops. He does have a wedding ring on. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's it's the weirdest thing. She doesn't. Though. Is that, that supposed to her? be like... Well, apparently, She's
1: looking dead into the, camera. the
0: actress who is in that makeout scene was supposed to have a bigger part in the movie, but, but broke they just... her foot okay. and was unable to do any of the actions. So uh, the just director came up with stroking. this scene. Yeah, just, okay, well, he can't be the star of this crazy orphan. Well, how about you just make out with uh, probably a cousin of like the, the grip uh, for this quick scene?
2: that will show over and over like at different parts of the film just to have the cops show up and be like, well, you know, some folks went down the road.
1: And also what's, what's the the big deal with the cops? Like kissing's not allowed in Texas.
0: (laughs) I didn't quite get that. (laughs) This is a public space, I guess.
2: Like this random know. dirt, like we're gonna go way out right. on this random farm dirt road. No kissing on my dirt road. And no kissing. <laughs> and then but not go further down the road to inspect like the little the literal pagan polygamous cult. Check
1: that out.
2: This is great what audio. Got That's here. a
1: uh, time stamp of five minutes and thirty-five seconds listener on the unedited version. <laughs> <laughs> She's, she's looking <laughs> into the soul. of the, I should send this to YouTube, Travis. Yeah, let you uh,
2: And slow. all the listeners. No, yeah, five, yeah. You can, 35.
1: Uh, go, go to you the. Can,
2: you can go jump in online. I'll maybe it post just, that.
0: She's just staring right at it.
2: <laughs> yeah, Just yep. Here I am. Like she, she is
0: go. the one person who's aware. Like this is this is bad.
2: <laughs> she goes. Says, people
1: are going to see this. This is going to be on my resume. Ah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, mdb wasn't a
1: thing back then she's like i'm not gonna tell anyone that i'm in this movie <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> apparently during the premiere too uh all of the, a lot of the actors and crew uh because everyone just started heckling it and leaving and so the they actors out, and crew yeah. left before which is you know that bodes well for your movie
1: when people oh are embarrassed goodness. to be the people who made it are embarrassed <laughs> to be associated with it on its premiere yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's a it's a oh, good man. feeling that everybody wants to have on their premiere.
1: So I mean I guess oh, talking man. about how bad of a dad Mike is is maybe like the through line of this whole movie. We kind of got to, off track there. Yeah. To me, Mike I is how like, he demands to like get into the place that's like the, scary and creepy and like literally it's the middle of the day. Like the sun isn't even going there, down there, during that fun. shot where he goes, Well, it's getting dark soon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> to me, Mike is like, the central villain of the entire film. And, like, it's kind of this Not the exploration cult. of how his own, like, toxic patterns, like, continue okay. to manifest into further and further depths of, like, evil until he's, spoiler alert, becomes the caretaker of the master. Mm-hmm. So, like... His absolute poor decision quality. That's oh, really Torko's just there to that cover creepy up hand for staff. his mistake. Like yeah. Torgo yeah.
1: sitting there with his creepy hand staff too. Oh yeah. And he goes, "No, we
2: demand to stay here because no. you know what we're here." And then Torgo's just like, "Yeah, I guess I'm just your bellhop now." Like I, I just <laughs> <this>. <laughs> he,
1: like overpowered him at the improv, and he's like, "No, like my master doesn't want you here." And the guy's like, "Well, after maybe like eight seconds of silence." Where they're yes. just looking at each other. There's like <laughs> the soundtrack is playing. It's just Mike's face, yep. Torgo's face, and then Mike goes, "Well, what do you
2: say, Torgo? What He's do like, you uh, say,
0: Torgo?" I guess that's okay, uh, but,
2: the, but the master won't be pleased. It's his sales tactics <laughs> at work there. And Amen. then, and then, as soon as they get in the house. Question: Like, what is this place? I'm sure it was by probably the way,
1: a d- I, I, it's I don't like,
2: know if the interior
1: and the exterior were the same place. They might have been. Budgetary wise,
0: li- budgetary wise, I think that's probably a safe, a safe bet. Got this I painting. I would love to see this they place just keep cutting to this painting.
2: Yes, <laughs> like, <laughs> like they really want to get to this
1: painting. We like, absolutely do need to talk about that painting.
2: Well, and, and I mean, it's a very substantial part of the runtime of the film. Like. <laughs> That painting probably
1: does have like, m- legitimately, maybe two minutes of screen time. I think
2: I think the lady in the uh, aforementioned kissing car scene probably has less screen time than this painting does. <laughs> she's like, at least, she's in like three scenes. Yeah. So I counted. I was watching this. So there's this. So basically, when they go in the house. There's this really creepy, creepy, creepy painting. Yeah. There is a lot of creepy well, artwork. All,
1: like, the burnt. There's all, like, the black hands on the fireplace, too. Yeah, they're, it's like, totally these stone-looking
2: hands. so also,
1: camera focuses on that for about 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> just because, that's, monos, that's you know, literally.
2: Right they're the hands of fate.
1: They're just right I there. I think Hal Warren's goal, to a degree, like, in my mind, like, when, it was kind of like when I was in college, and I had, like, a 10-page paper, and I had, like, Six pages worth. I just like made it longer. That's like, what it feels like.
2: <laughs> that is exactly what it feels like when you're watching this like, film. Like movie. I have
1: to turn in ten pages. I got six. Well,
2: there Like,
1: I it's
2: like, like I
0: change,
1: I I reuse to utilize. All okay, right, I got, take got this it. One paragraph and turn it into like four. Where yeah. I'm just it, like, there are so many scenes of this movie where it's just. Like static shots, and he's like, "Well, it's a movie, right? Like, we're running the film here."
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, oh, my goodness. <laughs> this dog. If
2: you're watching the uh, straight no chaser version, Torgo, they have this scene of 12 seconds of just standing in the middle of the room while Torgo awkwardly hobbles in the back <laughs> with, with their luggage <laughs> from
0: one side of the stage to the other
2: with their luggage, and then after that. From uh, that cuts to the painting, cuts back to them. Well, it's Mike and Maggie
1: standing silently, no dialogue, just... like He's got his arm around her. They're just standing still,
2: being filled.
1: And then it's painting.
2: And then after he (laughs) says it must be the master... The boating eyes. Which is a deduction. Like, how how does he know that that must be the master? (laughs) From 1450, literally uncut, just a shot of the painting from 1450 to 1507, 17 full seconds. <laughs> <laughs> just let you take in art museum Picasso style, take in just the fullness of so the, the artwork that is Manos, I mean, the hands of fate.
0: They paid for the painting, they're going to shoot the painting. <laughs> 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 Indeed, there's mystery
2: science theater there for anybody. Well,
0: and what oh my, my favorite
2: was uh, one of my favorite lines in the m s t three k um edition on this was when while those seventeen seconds are going oh on, the, the guy says, "Next slide, please." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, and mine was also i think i texted you when i was
1: watching it um honey should we be in a cutaway here like it's just so
2: yeah, it's just so then after after they show it to you the audience for 17 full seconds and after having noted of, that it was like, the master it's just, just one of three like four
1: times of already seeing
2: it then they they talk about it a little bit more they cut back to it for an additional 16-second shot <laughs>
1: while they talk about the dog. <laughs> and that's got one of my favorite bits of dialogue, like dialogue of the original film where yeah. Mike goes, oh, man, I wouldn't want to meet him in a dark alley or, or anywhere for that matter. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Like, for example, the desert outback. Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> And then, so, the we're jumping all over here. But one of my very favorite parts of the movie, it's a train wreck. It's so bad. But after, all, like, literally, may, maybe 60 seconds of screen time already, when the film finally <clears throat> reveals the actual master himself, and he, like, arises out of his sleep or whatever, like, the mythology mm-hmm. is nothing. They don't tell yes. you anything about <laughs> anything in this movie. But when the actual master, like awakens and starts to do stuff yep. The film cuts away to like a three second shot of the pain. And you'd be like, Hey guys, do you remember, remember? this? This is Do you remember the 30 full <laughs> seconds? Do you remember the guy with the pale face joking? and the mustache and the giant hands? this guy with the pale face and the mustache and the giant hands is that same guy.
2: (laughs) So earlier Jacob was talking about how they filmed like 30 second links for the entire film. Like I'm fairly certain based on what happens here is that they took an entire 30 second link of just the painting, cut it in one space for the editing and just spliced it in at two different points. I mean, and a lot of other additional points too. Right after this is a very hilarious scene. Um, they hear a <laughs> coyote or an animal barking outside. And the line is, oh, I don't care what it is, chase it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which is a great way to go out into the Texas wilderness. <laughs>
2: yes. Hey, I don't care what that howling thing outdoors is. But please go out there and chase the and, thing. And he's like, like the TV husband, ugh,
1: my uh, stinking wife over here. Okay, if it'll make you feel better,
2: I'll go do that. So, <laughs> what, but why in the world would that make her feel better? Like, <laughs> in what universe is, man, loud, ominous sound outside. I must chase it or have my husband chase it, even better. It's, it's the only way.
1: Okay, Jacob, 3421. Go go check that out. That's that's what I was just talking about. Oh.
0: There we are. And the following. This dude's ghetto. So good. Master God. does have a great mustache. Oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> hey, guys. It's that it's guy. Almost, it's like he's looking at himself.
1: <laughs> hey, it's me and my dog. He's
2: actually just gazing through the window at his own painting. Like, uh, <laughs> love when I had that commissioned.
1: <laughs> oh, also, so, Definitely worth it. Because there's nothing in this movie. This movie we, is nothing. He's too, just stretching
2: it out.
0: Who, painted, no
2: who <laughs> painted the painting of Mano's Hands of Fate in the universe? One of the wives. Oh, of the exists. An artistic wife?
0: Hey, where is that this painting? Is, that belongs to a museum.
1: That's, you never see the painting in the scenes. It just cuts away. Like It's a large painting. Like If that's on a wall, <laughs> you don't see that ever. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know who has it's it today. That's a wonderful question. That's probably, where does this like, painting exists today. I'm probably <laughs> Guillermo del Toro or Robert Rodriguez, right? Like, right. one of those guys probably
0: have it. They definitely, one of them has to have it in their possessions. And I'm kind of jealous because now I'm looking like, like, man, they did a great representation of his mustache. I will say <laughs> that.
1: In that Jesus, I have, I've seen going? this movie half dozen times or more, and I never thought about that. Like, that giant painting is hung nowhere. Because you get to see a lot of the walls yes. in this house act like awkwardly, <laughs> yes. and the painting is not there. It just, just never because ca- they act they're acting as if it's above the fireplace, but the weird bald guy statue and all the hands are above the fireplace, <laughs> it's not it's just
0: not there it's Like, how is not it like there. a two story room that we just don't see? We're, like, does the painting out. even exist? It's
2: in the loft. It's- <laughs>
0: Okay, so they're looking a little
1: off from the fireplace. I I went back to that scene. So, like, maybe you could say there's some continuity there where they're awkwardly just standing. It
2: would be a first for the film.
1: So I love how the plot point of the luggage at the beginning, I wrote that down, the luggage, like, moves more than the people move sometimes. So Torgo initially (laughs) takes the luggage there and then, after the howling, I guess, Mike is like, I've had enough. I've decided we're leaving. Torgo, take the bags back to the car. Like <laughs> I follow the bags. It's like a shell game. And then he goes to start it, and then uh, the car doesn't start, and he goes, well, guess we're staying here again. Torgo, bring the bags back.
2: Like, <laughs> the <laughs> the, the majority of Torgo's action is actually as their valet. Back and <laughs> forth,
0: back and forth. Man who has a physical disability, like you should be moving all of this and doing all of the labor for us.
2: And and not because we have capable. anything to do rather than just no, stand no, in the we're middle just of this room.
1: water That's why I, like, I thought of the college
2: paper. It's just like, um, have them move the luggage again. We we need more running time. Speaking of the luggage and where the luggage goes. That's a so wonderful like, question. So like I'm watching this this again and I'm pretty sure it goes in Torgo's room. (laughs) (laughs) So he just takes the luggage.
0: Torgo's got bunk beds. (laughs) I know just the place. (laughs)
2: He's he's like, okay. So he literally just puts it in his own room just to bring it back out again. Maybe that's a a feature. Because later in the film, they're like, oh, something's gone wrong. We let the dog outside so that like it got ate by whatever was howling because I had to go deal with it. Yep. Like, Torgo, wake up! And they knock on the door that Torgo brought the, the luggage into instead of the room that they're actually staying in, which is over to the left. <laughs> and he like drunkenly <laughs> like, goes up. Oh, okay. He's like, oh, well, all right. I'm
0: awake, Gosh. I guess. Apparently, Torgo was also originally supposed to be have a hunchback, but they thought that that was like a little... Like outplayed, (laughs) so they opted for his stuffing his pants with with something to make it look like he had like some weird
2: prosthetic that he was wearing, right? Kind of,
0: yeah, it is. I don't know which decision was the right one, but I'm glad they went with this one (laughs) because at first you just don't realize you're like, that pants are weird.
1: I love how quickly Mike is to bring out his gun that he has on his family vacation, yeah, and then just like holsters it in his pocket <laughs> and like Classic. waves it around very careless,
2: like carelessly right next to his daughter oh yeah 100% there's zero <laughs> firearm or trigger discipline in this film He's got his it's finger literally on point pointed at right his, next to his daughter at one point <laughs> it's, during the scene I'm pretty uh, sure during the scene where his daughter goes out and finds the hell beast and like um, the, the evil yeah, so Dover. I'm,
0: I'm on that part right now.
2: Yeah, yeah right here. If yeah. you look at 27 uh, 12 literally <laughs> the, the firearm is pointed at his daughter's <laughs> chest.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> 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 well. Yeah, right like, there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just threatening this child to act
1: <laughs> Jay, <laughs> like. do you see? Are you on 2712? <laughs> <am>. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> Different times. Oh, right and then he sticks <laughs> it in his back pocket. Oh, of his khakis,
2: by the way. Like these are <laughs> these are like you know, 60s style, way too high worn work khakis. Oh my goodness. In this like dusty rural whatever in the world.
1: Oh, <laughs> gun in the trial. that gun was straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i still can't get over that like he has I the like gun it. pointed at her at least twice
0: it's funny because like watching it from like a filmmaking perspective him holding that gun is like they called action right as he pulls it so it looked like it was supposed to be like a continuity thing but because they don't know oh. what they're doing making a movie it's just him <laughs> pointing a gun in his trial. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like he's like, hold it right there. Yeah, they they a your gun
2: to on the <laughs> dog. I wonder if like because of the way they like had it leashed or whatever, it just ran off. Like you see in twenty six, like it just runs off, and like maybe they didn't expect it to just like run off. <laughs> like he was supposed to interact with it or shoot it or something. Nothing ever happens with that dog again. Like it literally just runs off. And then like later it shows up that the master has it on a leash too, but like it 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 doesn't, it it doesn't attack anybody. It doesn't do anything ominous. It doesn't do anything scary. It It does nothing. It's not a a very friendly dog. I like it better than the poodle. Honestly, dude, I, I,
1: that's my other favorite line is when somehow the poodle dies and well it dies <coughs> he tell- when it he goes
2: re- after the the howling sound and then the, ho- well, the poodle no, goes. Like out how there.
1: how Mike breaks the news to her. She's <laughs> like he, I, he looks totally normal and she yeah. like is acting her dialogue is as if she is reading like shock or trauma on his face. She's like, Oh Mike, what happened? Like he's just chill. He walks back. She's like, Oh Mike, what happened? He goes, The dog's dead. Like, deal with it, Mike. <laughs> Time to grow up, kid. I forgot, what the, I didn't write that line down, but he is, he is very gruff about the death of their family dog. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> you get the feeling yeah. that Mike, like, really didn't care too much for this dog. No. Well, he's also, at happy, beginning, <clears throat> the beginning of the movie when uh the cop pulls
1: him over for the busted taillight and he throws like literally like four excuses at him at once. One of them is it's their first vacation. <laughs> so like they've never been on a vacation before and he looks like he's conservatively 50 years old.
0: <laughs> but, so These that's another great part. Time.
1: He gets pulled over at the beginning right. because of a busted taillight. The cop comes up. He goes, "Sorry, I was tired. It's our family vacation. Our daughter's sick." Like, like, I just throw like, Just <laughs> give you
2: every excuse. And
1: then the cop's like, "Oh, well, okay. Just take care of that taillight, though."
2: I think he says something about like they're in a rush because of their their family vacation. He's like, "Well, then you just gotta leave earlier." <laughs> Think, I don't think dialogue was really written for very many, many of these scenes. No. Oh, oh man. It does it, it, that's a good point. It does feel like the actors are coming up with like, well, I I feel like I need to say something in this moment since the camera's running. <laughs> it's like
1: they're improvising yeah. and they're looking at how going, Hal, like what's the what's the theme of this scene? He's like, Like, you guys
0: like we're here. You're Monos. the actors. You're the talent. Monos. It's Manos,
2: the hands of fate.
0: Clearly. I absolutely, I'm, <clears throat> what is it? I'm at 29 minutes, 39 seconds. I completely forgot that the master is wearing some sandals. Oh, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> uh,
2: yes, the, the priestly Birkenstocks. Yes,
0: exactly.
2: <laughs> oh, is that when he's laying the down?
1: Yes.
0: yes. so funny. That's classic. So,
2: so Torgo is
1: there creeping on the wives And, like, chewing out the master, his boss. And then when the master wakes up, he says, the wives heard the things you said. Like, he's talking crap to the master, to his face. And then also being a little creepy, he's like, the wives said you said some things to them. Like, how does the sleep of the master and the (laughs) brides all work? And how come only apparently the wives know what Torgo's doing? And if they did try to get him in trouble, they didn't try to get him in trouble for all the bad things he said about the actual master
2: himself. That's just so weird.
0: I also like to are these like they're just sleeping out in, in the open desert, like just at all I times? Because
1: right? like they and, walk they're, out they're, one of the doors and they're like there. Yeah. Like, how did they not see these sleeping women tied to pillars on their drive-in? Like,
2: Both apparently, just it's
0: heard. very close to the dwelling.
2: With like the burning hand altar in the in yeah. the back, like it's literally on fire. Really hard to miss, dude.
1: When the master wakes up, when well, my other favorite thing is the wardrobe because his he's got like the hand robes. Most of the time, like people don't walk with their hands directly out, but the master <laughs> has to to be like, hey, check <laughs> out these hands. They made these robes. I'm gonna walk this around is, like this. This is the
2: one costume. <laughs> Other than Torgos so, that we just found lying. His lines hands on like, are rarely like
1: at ease at his side. His hands are almost <laughs> always like this in order to emphasize the motto's like the,
0: I've got the hands. his robes.
1: Oh, oh
2: it's it's good. So yeah, good. he does spend a lot of time with his hands outstretched. There
1: was the one yeah. like the one special effect of when I'm skipping to the end, where apparently the master and Torgo are having their Conflict about Torgo wanting a wife, and yes. the master like
2: rips his hand off. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well, this is this is a strange part of the film. Um, yes, she's right. saying this something. Is weird.
0: This <laughs> part's pretty weird. <laughs> Every this part, part of the
2: part film crazy, is a strange crazy. part of the film. But
1: we haven't even talked about the the literal like fifteen minute wrestling sequence. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so at like forty three oh eight. We come into the scene of Torgo, who is apparently asleep on like, like a literal a pile some of dirt, dirt. <laughs> some dirt piled in a corner, and looks. I mean, mostly like a stiff corpse, <laughs> and and the dog it, is like Torgo, are you okay, guy? Yeah, the tor- the dog just kind of wandering around like a family pet, and um, that's a literal they have this pile of dirt in a corner, in- yeah. indeed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also like strangely there's like just some rope hung over and also one of the wives dresses like just and a, beer. Uh, and, a bottle of beer, a bottle of beer. beer. yeah Torgo's gonna pass the time somehow and so they have this dialogue where the master's like no manos has spoken like you've broken the law of manos because of these things that you've done with the wives and so you must die yeah but like torgo goes on living like, quite a lot. And then they finally, like, get him on this, like, altar thing. And then the master, sent like, has his wives, like, carry out this, like, death sentence on him. And the way they do this is, like, <laughs> they touch it. like slapping his face really slowly. Kind of, like, kinda like, like this rubbing is his shirt depressing. in a little bit. Like, like kind of, like, roughing up his collar just a little bit. It legit looks like they're tickling him. And they... <laughs>
0: And this goes on for like three he minutes.
2: Killed. And then like you're like they kind of leave him still there and you're like, okay, is he supposed to be dead? <laughs> <laughs> or like, what happened? There's no way in, in any He's universe where that killed him. And then later <laughs> And then later he just gets up. And and then they have this other final exchange. So it's like it's, it's as if they didn't know like man, did we really do a good enough job killing Torgo in this film yet? <laughs> and so, it's a for the death. final attempt, the Master, like, passes some weird magic sentence on him and then, like, all of a sudden has Torgo's hand, like, on fire in his hand, like holding and Torgo
1: it. has like a big old stump covering his hand. So le- he looks like he has an extra long hand stump at, as at he which, runs off into the desert.
2: At which point, yeah. At which point Torgo, which by the way has been sentenced to death by Manos, just goes <laughs> running off into the wilderness. And the match so, is like
1: success. <laughs> I have his burning hand. It's like ha
2: <laughs> like so I think like Torgo goes on. Like there's potential sequel material here. Like Torgo Dude. goes on. Okay.
1: Sequel. Um sadly, um I believe it was um the man who played the master passed away, but monos returns was supposed to happen um a few years ago. Bad. That's I would that's have a loved bummer. to
0: have seen that. That would have been great. Because I, I mean think with
1: all the energy and after the Blu-ray and stuff, and like there are a lot of fans. Like I think it was gonna be just like, you know, Candyman, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's let's do another monos. Oh, I oh, I love
0: it. It. Everything's serialized. I-, I love the master waking up Torgo with the hand stick. people. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so good. <laughs> he gets that's some Mike. really good hands stick joke like, He's clearly standing
1: behind
2: <laughs> and Mike, and <laughs> Mike's like, ah, <laughs> like at, a, at fifteen ninety. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my.
2: Uh, mst3k says and there's torgo's playful side <laughs> i love the mst3k when
1: he's running off into the desert they're like he's because like he he walks around he goes and he rounds first and he's gone like because <laughs> he just like runs around in circles and then just Runs off into the desert.
2: Apparently, so there is some like actual human like sad tragedy around this because like the the guy who was playing Torgo was like dealing with depression, had all these ha- had some mental health issues, and I think he took his life before
1: the film premiered. Right. So yeah. I knew a lot of stuff that I thought I knew um, from various knew sources.
2: It, a lot of stuff that you thought you knew.
1: I thought that's I knew good. It. So I I had heard a lot of... There's a lot of lore about this movie because it's such an insane thing. And it happened in the 60s, like before we were documenting like every second. Um, But apparently the guy... According to the guy who is maybe not reliable because he loves the movie so much, the guy who made the Blu-ray was on Mike White's podcast was saying like, yeah, a lot of that is not true. And I was like, oh. Like, it was kind of interesting. Like, in the probably not great uh, way that we gossip journalism and just kind of watching people's lives fall apart. There's a lot of urban legends about a lot of people committing suicide and like never working again. And like having like, basically there's a lot of urban legends about how Manos ruined the lives of almost everybody involved. And apparently according to that guy, much of that is not true. I'm not certain. I don't know
0: what's true. I hope that's the case.
2: I, I don't think that like John Reynolds I'm sorry. I don't think that John Reynolds who <laughs> played Torgo. <laughs> That's a, Reynolds. John, John a, Reynolds. John. That was like a good Torgo impression. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um the guy who played Torgo. I don't think his his stuff was necessarily related to the film, but in he that looks scene well.
1: He genuinely looks unwell. He in does. The movie.
2: And and I did hear I did read a report and I think it was from that guy who um produced the Blu-ray. That, like, he was high on set most of the time, which yeah. was like, yeah. why? Yeah, like, the, they were like, Yeah, he was a blast to have on set, but he was just like high all the time. And I think that really comes out in that scene in 1519 where he's got the, he's like, yeah, This will be funny. I'm going to get the weird hand stick and poke, poke hell with it. <laughs> well, and he's like, Got these bad
1: prosthetic eyebrows that he's just like overacting with a lot.
0: <laughs> oh my God. You gotta, yeah, you have to show off those eyebrows. It's impossible not to.
2: I do want to say while we're talking about bad face acting. I know we've talked about that a lot, but um Torgo delivers this line around um <laughs> to the 22 23 minute mark of like the master wants you for his wife um and then <clears throat> she just stares. stares.
0: He like, says blankly, crafty, and she's like stoic.
2: It looks like what you would do for like a perfume ad or something. Like it's just like the most like blank look in the world. It's hilarious. <laughs> it doesn't look like somebody just told you like, "Hey, some other random dude wants you for your to be your bride or whatever." It's but just like crazy. I want yeah, just
0: you too. Completely disjointed. Yeah. Well, and she also stands at, a like non-response.
1: It's supposed to be a scene like in a horror movie where a creepy person makes a woman feel uncomfortable. So he's like touching her shoulder very strangely and touching her hair very strangely. She's just standing there, and then he gets done touching her arm strangely. Wait about ten seconds, and she goes, "How dare you, Turk?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> <The> very delayed. <laughs> The the royal rumble of brides fighting each other,
1: dude. That's the last we have to talk about. That it's
2: like a third of the movie.
1: It's it is crazy so long.
0: <laughs> it is a large portion. It's very long, and it's unnecessarily. I mean, a lot of this whole movie is unnecessary. But
1: <laughs> and also probably conservatively, like sixty percent of the dialogue is. Kill the girl, don't kill the girl. Like the man, like, yes, the man, yes, the woman, no, <laughs> like,
2: just, oh. just back and forth, and like, over, and, over, <laughs> and over and over and over. There's no like points of merit that are decided here, other than, like, well, in the monos, like, in the monos religion realm, like, the woman has like some special value, and the child is female. Okay, so that's be a great a line woman. too. <laughs> the child is a girl. One day she'll be a woman.
1: I've
0: unlocked it. how that goes.
2: Wow, you guys figured it out. It's something. It's like
0: the,
2: 60s. like the whole thing is like <laughs> the whole thing is like. Does that count? Like, does that mean that she's in the category of woman as a child? So that her life, will, like. The deep existential questions, you know, that one wonders about. I got the
1: closed caption on, and uh, I was watching the beginning of that scene before the fight breakout, and she mm. said, you're crazy, at least three times to the one <laughs> recommending that they kill everybody. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. Like, that feels like whenever someone's told there, a story. <laughs> I actually kind of would have loved to have been at the premiere. I probably would have just, like, peed my pants laughing if I was yeah. a kid, like, going, like, what
2: is you're literally like a (laughs) mono, like sleep bride who is married to this polygamous cult and you sleep in the desert and you're you're, like talking about logic, like standing up, like tied to... to a
1: post. Are they tied to the posts? I don't, Do they? Does somebody untie
2: them? She gets tied to the posts later, but I don't know if they they sleep tied to the posts. Maybe they're just magically bonded. Maybe they lean up against the post by manos, the hands of fate, (laughs) fate to the post.
1: The man, yes. The child, no, is probably the the line that gets said the most
2: in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That that was what was put on the uh, posters.
1: Yeah. What were some of the other? Oh, the Lodge of Sins was what they were originally gonna call
0: it. The Lodge the of Sins. Of
2: Sins. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. The only sin is in the Lodge that happens is how much Torgo has to carry
0: their bags. <laughs> Dude, I feel so bad for that Torgo. <laughs> <laughs> like not only really do you just have some random family come up to you while you're just, I don't know what he's you're doing. Just, he's just doing Torgo stuff. He's just
1: trying to take care of the place and sleep on your dirt pile, you know, <laughs>
0: yeah, and then just some Drink dude beer. He's like, you need to move my luggage several times. He <laughs> was over not like, you can't over. stay here.
1: My master doesn't want you here. He goes, well, I mean, it's noon. It's going to be dark in like
2: nine hours. Where else are we going to go? <laughs> Why are they asleep? Like, why, like, what <laughs> why does that happen? And then the first thing they do when they wake up, all of these wives. It's a meeting.
1: They have a meeting.
2: They literally have a liturgical meeting. Like, They'd it's light like the hand. The first thing they do is like, well, uh, we got to figure out uh, how we need to worship Manos by our human sacrifices. And, and the, the stuff.
1: first shot yeah.
2: of that is like the master looking kind of
1: like put upon. And it's like, oh, like, my wives are all awake again. they're all arguing again. (laughs) Like, he's got, like, like the sitcom husband, like,
2: expression.
1: (laughs) Like, all of his wives start arguing. This is a
2: literal line in the film around that time. 40.05. My wives, I'm going to discuss with the person in charge who brought the child. And, like, he's the master. You're,
0: Is, you're in
2: charge? Are you talking about Torgo? <laughs> <laughs> the guy who said, please don't stay here. <laughs> plot twist, Torgo's in
0: charge. <laughs> Whoa. Now that would be a plot twist. And he's in charge. <laughs> he
1: just decides that even though he terribly wants some wives and goes around. Like, what did he say? He goes, now I don't have to come around here and pretend that you guys are my wives. I'll yeah. have this one for my wife. It's like, bro, you just... Creep and That's not hit how us. wives just... work my
0: friend. <laughs> I don't know how to tell you. How does he think wives work? That is a genuine question. <laughs> but but <laughs> how would like... we how would
2: we how would he even know when they just literally all they do is stand next to a pillar and then debate mottos liturgy and then roll around in the sand <laughs> and wrestle for like <laughs> 10 to 15 minutes. <laughs> this is literally that is his conception of what a wife does. <laughs> like that <laughs>
0: He's that a pro wrestling supporter, and he's really excited. <laughs> <Exactly> <laughs> it.
2: That's Gosh. it. That That is his conception of what it means to be a wife. Yes.
1: <laughs> <sighs> what a film, guys, huh? I'm so glad that they found this. I'm so glad.
2: So, Phil, we always said, like, you know, you've talked about sometimes, like, oh, I want to do a script or something like that. You're like, the fact that Mono Scott made should give every person... Who has burgeoning desire to be yeah, in film production or create something or write or whatever? Like the fact that this exists means that your dreams can come true as well.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, no. I always uh, cite Sharknado as my inspiration. I was like, you know what? Walk into a room of money people and be like, guys, I got an idea for you. It's a tornado full of sharks. And they'd be like, okay, <laughs> we'll buy that idea. Like, I-, I could sell a script probably. So could you, listener? So be encouraged.
0: always follow your dreams and make the art you want to make just like hell did people will still be talking about it 80 years later
1: i mean asylum and sci-fi need content if anything else
0: oh my gosh yeah
1: and really if you're doing the asylum method just look at what's popular and do it very badly with like a title (laughs) that's laughably close (laughs) but not actually (laughs) I just saw the poster for their uh, Planet Dune movie with the giant, like, <laughs> snake with the razor teeth coming out of the desert.
0: I was like, cool. It's brilliant. Neat. Cool. I didn't want to go see that wonderful art by Dennis Villeneuve, but I do want to see Dune Planet.
1: Well, I think what they really do try to do is essentially, like, catfish people on, like, iTunes and Voodoo. Like, they're just, mm-hmm. you, you think you're getting the thing. Like when a whenever a new uh, Transformers movie came out, they would always have their Transmorphers. And like, yes. <laughs> if you're like a grandparent having your kid come over and be like, "Ah, oh, let's watch watch that new movie you're excited about," <laughs> you, you might accidentally purchase Transmorphers. And they're like, "Yes, we sold another one."
0: <laughs> Got, it. Got money.
2: So really, like it, the full breakdown of the film, the first quarter of it is driving. Is driving. Yep. The second quarter of it is luggage them walking moving. in and out of the house, moving the luggage in and out. And then the last half of the movie is the wives waking up, arguing, rolling around in the dirt. And bookended by the kissing couple, of
1: course, for yes, um, art. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's art.
0: <laughs> That's how you are.
2: <laughs> and uh, the the way they resolve the question of the child is the child lives. They, uh, they don't kill the child. The child becomes a Manos wife? Child wife? I guess so. Uh, we have takeaways that... to this film. What do we. Philip, you went on mute. What do you do? You chat? Anything? You're just gone. He's
0: just He's disappeared. Just, just
2: out of here. Just peace out.
0: Uh, he has been absorbed by the hands of fate. <laughs> by Manos. <laughs> the Manos. hands of fate. <laughs> Yeah, I guess this is really about perseverance and that you can win a bet, even if you're a fertilizer salesman. (laughs) Like, anyone can do it.
2: That's kind of it. It's not clever. No. But yeah, if you really push through and you have enough, not even a lot, but maybe just enough money and enough social capital. Like, these were like friends that were involved in this, too.
0: Yeah, I believe in a lot of like local actors that they that uh, the director had known and brought yeah. in on it.
2: So just with the with enough capital, social capital, and like skin in the game, Yeah. you can make <laughs> mono the worst movie <laughs> that's that's ever been made,
0: and people will still be talking about it years later. You will find an audience somewhere.
2: Indeed. Phil, fill your back. Yeah.
0: Whoa. Hey.
2: It's kind of like kind of like Mike in the, in the last part of the of Manos, <laughs> the hands of fate. This, <laughs> Manos. Just a little yeah, quick. No, tied to this I pole. was
1: I was carelessly waving a gun around my loved ones there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> as,
2: as,
0: as you are wont to do. This
2: one does. This is so, what a
0: good film.
2: I'm so glad. So. So, Phil, I was—we were talking about uh, takeaways. There's like <laughs> question mark Likewise. other than so, so Jacob's big takeaway was perseverance. Yeah, follow your dreams. Yes, like, I own this on Blu-ray. Like <laughs> there were like Philip well, like, actually paid
1: money couple, for this. A couple people, thousand, thousand backers. Full full there were thousands of individuals who gave five plus dollars to make a two K restoration. Of this movie, that came out like fifty years before, so like, and they're talking about getting it in the Library of Congress. Like,
0: that's you, incredible.
1: This, yeah, follow your dreams, man. I mean, he, and that's the other thing. Like, how Warren didn't have dreams; he just wanted to win a bet. So, like, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Maybe there's no takeaway. <laughs> Never you mind. can also
0: win bets, too. Just, <laughs> just stick it to someone who says you can
1: Or maybe the takeaway, actually, genuinely, maybe the takeaway is that there's like. Beauty in all things. Like, no, that's not the goodness, boy. <laughs> the, the common <laughs> grace, the goodness of God in creation is seen even in train wrecks. Like, so somehow I think, there's something beautiful and wonderful in this, like, at, like dog doo doo pile of a movie. Like, it's also kind of wonderful.
2: I think the takeaway, both in the movie and outside the movie, is that. Sometimes even when you win, you lose. And what I mean by that is when your own pride and your own ego get in the way, sometimes you persevere and you take a stupid bet to make a movie or you take a stupid turn and stick with it that you don't need directions. Or I don't think that's you, losing, though. You, t- you, you take the stupid, like hey, I'm going to go stay at this stranger's house despite their protestations. Yeah. <laughs> and then you either end up with this absolute so you okay, pile crap of a movie in real life, or you become, like, the, the servant to the master who is the priest of Manos. I think
1: that works the inside hands the fate. movie. But, like, yes, he did make a very bad movie. But the also he did movie. kind of win. There, there were stage productions of Manos. Like there are people it's really still love thin. this thing. But it owes to its crepitude. There's really only
2: one um Like if this movie actual was location. Marginally like an interior, better
1: exterior. Like people put like plays of this on. If like, this movie
2: was marginally better, it would have been forgotten. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. It's just owing to how absolutely terrible, absolutely like, it is bad oh yeah, I agree I I just want no one listening to this to get a bad impression that like, it's one of those movies where it's like, ah, it's kind of cheesy it's kind of corny, but like there's a like show like it's it's so bad, it. it's good? No, it's not yeah. so bad, no, it's good. It I just it's is bad. Not, bad. But I highly bad. recommend
0: it. Yes, oh, 100%. <laughs> it's very hard when working on a movie to tell, like, you know, you're going off of a script usually, I don't know if they did with this one, but it's very <laughs> hard to tell it just from a script and working on something, whether the movie is going to come out good or have the sure. same emphasis that you want it to have. And Manos is very clear that, like, it doesn't always work out. But it sort of does to a degree.
2: Sometimes,
0: in its own way,
2: life has a way of bringing beauty from tragedy.
0: Yeah. Very, well, and very very also, much.
2: you never know. Like, maybe this is a
1: bit of a stretch, but Manos, like the hands this of the
0: like the hands are stretching.
1: You never know, like what little thing you do might really touch somebody, like. Thousands of people were moved to give their (laughs) hard-earned money to be like, hey, we need, like, an HD... Like, we need a high-definition upgrade. We need to protect this movie. Like, this was a throwaway garbage thing he did. So, like, you never know what little thing you do is going to go off to, like, make somebody's life better.
0: So, some things... Some things, worth, some things are worth. Some things are worth
2: preserving as monuments to human frailty and failure and and <laughs> depravity, and that's what this is. Like it's it's worth gazing at just the depths of like human ineptitude, and and this is like it's just a beautiful like a it's just curious. not like not beautiful, but a monument for sure, a, a worthwhile monument. To yeah. that reality, to the frailty, to the failingness of humanity—it's still
0: coming out on top somehow.
2: And then somehow, life taking it, flipping it, and in Reversing spite of yourself,
0: it. yeah,
2: putting, making—I
1: don't know. People get married with monos-themed weddings, the most important day of their lives. So, like, I don't what. Hal Warren, nineteen sixty-six, that
0: spoke to us. Do they just have the priest in the ha- like? Does the priest have to stand there with their arms outstretched? With the or does like she master? have to stand
2: like against this pillar the whole time? And then like what he does is like he, instead of kissing, the hobbles down, kind of like, kinda, like you may now crumble her, her shoulder. Just like like very slowly, itsy bitsy spider, your way. Adapted
1: <laughs> that on the mystery science theater. They sang the itsy bitsy spider when he was like moving his hand up. That killed me.
2: <laughs> oh, oh that's so good! I don't know that I'll get any deeper takes than that right there on monos so Yeah, in the genuinely hands of-
0: it's definitely worth Manos. just engaging to some degree.
1: Yeah, I I don't watch it every year, but like Mystery Science Theater on various channels, internet or some of the cable. Like they usually will play have like Thanksgiving Day marathons, and like this is one that on many Thanksgivings I will tune in with. It's just it's a blast. There's nothing like it. There is nothing in the world like it. Like, I've watched
2: the air, Jacob and
1: I, I don't know about Trevor, but like Jacob and I, we I've watched so many bad movies. There's oh. nothing like Marmos. People are like, oh well, there's like, I mean, even like Birdemic or Plan 9 or The Room, none of those have anything on Marmos. Those are bad movies, but like they all have like, a story and a plot. Like, Birdemic is bad, but, like, it's a movie.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Same thing, beginning, middle, end, as actors. The Location. room is
1: very bad, but there's a story.
0: Like, yeah, you, something you can kind of follow.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, Plan 9 is just a cheesy movie. Like, it's not good, but, like, it's just. But, yeah, like, the most famous, like, bad movies. Not, I don't think anything touches Monos.
0: <laughs> yeah it's on its own level. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, <laughs> highly recommend you guys watch this movie. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's best with mystery science theater. For sure. Like I would not recommend sitting through 70 minutes just cold
2: no. like Not for mental health. Yeah. You, yeah, you get to ease into this one.
0: With the, yeah. with the Mystery a, Science Theater. Bring a account. friend. It's definitely
2: better. Uh, the it's, a a buddy. it's a funny system. <laughs> <All last>. Just <laughs> from Mike. Don't go out into the <laughs> desert alone. The desert of Manos, the hands of fate. Well,
1: on the Mystery Science Theater, you also get that awesome uh, – you get the short because it's only a 70-minute long thing, and they have a 90-minute time slot, so they have one of those old uh, – like chevy. 1960s uh oh, like like training like, videos it was a yeah sales it's called
2: hired part two. hired it's a yeah, watch whole thing. it's yeah. about a
1: sales team for chevrolet and like how they sell cars
2: it's like this dude yeah this this dude how is sitting on the porch his with his team. dad and like yeah how, how to be a leader and get your sales team to to do sales of chevy cars
1: I love the shorts that they do. Mm, so, I don't think corporate. anything ever touched that. Uh, the No Springs video, though. That's still that's classic. Oh, no, I still <laughs>
0: have springs. that No Springs.
1: Whenever yeah. I hear somebody say <laughs> the word "springs," I go No Springs. No springs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, spring. no springs. No springs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I forget. I need springs in my life. I regret it. <laughs> it's literally. <laughs> it's yeah, like I, it's a wonderful riffing. life
1: with springs.
0: <laughs> Where would your life be without
2: springs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.
0: So shall well, us shout outs. Shout
2: outs. I, I this would be a uh, so so Jacob. On mm-hmm. the substance, we have our only segment our that podcast, we do. It's our
1: Christian variety show where
2: we <laughs> talk about things it's of, things of and merit substance <laughs> and merit that you're listening to. Beautiful, Monos, the hands of. Anyway, um, so yeah, we do this segment called Substance Shoutouts, where it's just anything that you've been enjoying recently, whether movies or music or books or podcasts or anything, TV shows, found
1: challenging or enlightening or just enjoyable.
0: Man, honestly, I'm gonna I, this, this evening has been fantastic Because it has been, <laughs> like we said Years since we've seen each other uh, And to be brought on to watch One of the worst movies ever it, This has been absolutely <laughs> one of the best Experiences of rekindling friendships uh, <laughs> <wonderful> 100% movies. <laughs> like, Yeah, dude uh, So many good memories just flooding back And it It, it was just absolutely wonderful
1: Yo, I forgot about the sinking of the Lusitania video. That was very good.
0: <laughs> right? That was legitimately fun. Oh, Trevor, yeah. was that your pool
1: that we shot that in?
2: Yeah, dude. Nice. <laughs> we blew off all these fireworks and then like made this massive paper mess because, like, I don't know, I was in sixth grade. I thought when you shot off a firework, it just like... It literally exploded. just, existed, and just, yeah, paper just burned. Weird. Yeah. Your dad Man. was pretty happy about that, huh? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's not. I mean, I mean, I mean, we're listening great, to this. Sorry,
0: yeah. sorry, Rich. No, I'm very sorry about that, uh, but <laughs> I'm glad it, it painted some memories. <laughs> it worth and it.
2: then there was uh, the one we did with Harold Rudyard Kipling, elephant child. <laughs> the Elephant Child. <laughs> <laughs> thinking, didn't your mom tape over that? We went to go turn it in. It was like Days of Our Lives or something was.
0: Oh, the camera that we recorded to VHS tapes.
2: Oh, those days, right?
0: It was beautiful. That's true filmmaking, you know.
2: Right. <laughs> that was, <laughs> that was just like Monos
0: did it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like it. <laughs> a lot of
1: our scenes were probably around thirty seconds. I mean, it...
0: yeah, you know, <laughs>
1: we just didn't do ADR. We just had bad audio. <laughs> yeah, we just,
0: did, you know, on on board microphone had no idea about lights or anything else. Like we got oh, a camera, yeah. we can make a movie.
1: There you I go. feel like I also remember in a lot of the dumb little movies we made, fog machines featured heavily because we oh, had
0: one. Man. Yeah. <laughs> that that was, still uh, happens in my life. That was one
1: hundred percent of our special effects budget was hey uh, we have a fog machine. Yeah, so uh, fog
0: machine. Uh, let's use fog happens. Just one fog in it. Trevor's house. And I,
1: remember- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know if this is gonna be on the podcast, but that was that was a blast.
0: A good time. That, was, that good. was the
1: night one of our friends fl- flicked a cigarette into my eyeball. <laughs> oh my <God.
2: laughs> with the line, that was on my birthday. That yeah. was on my birthday with the line, that's not how you flick a cigarette. This is how you flick a cigarette. <laughs> Literally, and I
1: was wearing glasses at that time. It yes. was like actually cinematic. It went under my glasses and like hit me right in spinning. the eye. It spun like perfectly. <laughs> and it got me under my glasses on oh. my eye. I don't know if you want to say his name. You might want to bleep that out. We can bleep that out <laughs> if this makes the podcast. Wow, that,
0: oh, I completely forgot about that one, But man, maybe that's a
2: B-roll there because that's a good one. I mean, if I mean, people want to stick around, is so he really going to be worried about? I mean, first of all, that name is super generic, and second of all, is he going to be worried? Slipping <laughs> <what's> this <laughs> thing your eye in Palm Harbor. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's. <laughs> That very good. He's gonna get canceled over that.
2: See, yeah, Dang, to cigarettes. How dare
1: that you? was like twenty years ago.
0: Oh my god, it was.
1: Yeah, I think the statute of limitations
2: is run out on that one,
1: You
2: never know what people want to be put out there. Yeah. Oh, so shout outs. Anything you wanted to shout out other than Man, the time? I will
0: say if if anyone goes on uh, on that. Core streaming shutter, Uh I will say that Scare Package is a really fun movie that a lot of talented people worked really hard on. And it is not like Mono's. It is very funny, and it is just a fun time. And also good to watch with friends.
1: I love a clever title, too. That's a fun
0: one. Yeah, Scare Package. Check it out. They're coming out with a second one. Nice. Uh, a good friend of mine Dude, uh, shot that. The
1: anthologies are where it's at if you want to get in, man. They're cheap, and you can make like 100 of them if you want.
0: Oh, yeah. And there's, you know, if there's a couple bad ones, there's always one that's just like, oh, this is great.
1: They're making like the fourth or the fifth VHS movie now. Like, if you want to get in. Oh, my gosh. um, Any other uh, Mystery Science Theater episodes? Got any favorites of those you want to recommend if somebody like this? Time
0: Chasers. Love that one. Time Time... Chasers. I don't know. I've seen that one yet. I need to check that out.
2: It's the
1: Time Traveling Airplane.
0: Yes. Oh, my gosh. Everything about it is terrible. I swear me and a friend in high school ran into the lead actor at a gas station. I remember
1: time. you telling me that.
2: <laughs> oh, Only man. Because
0: that man has such a distinct chin. Oh, wow. It's it has to be him. There's a, got a screen cap
2: of him when you search for time chasers, and that is a very distinct face.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Excuse um, me, sir. Are you the guy from
0: Time Chasers? Are you the Matt Birch who played Nick Miller in Time Chasers?
1: Are you the Time Chaser?
0: <laughs> the little guy with the, the pink suit and the mustache, man. What was the other one we used to like to watch, too? Pod People. Pod
1: People pod Quest of the Delta Knights Or oh, yes. my other two with Mystery Science Theater. Pod People got nothing to live for.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the raspberry <red> preserves.
1: <laughs> and uh, oh. one of my favorite jokes ever, and that happened with this too, with the the framing of the fire, how like mm. the smoke was like obstructing your view and going into the camera. And the guys were just like <laughs> 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 like the mystery science theater guys. My favorite yeah. one was um maybe the hardest I've ever laughed at a single joke. Was in Final Justice when they are having the speedboat chase, and the camera was right behind the flag, and literally the framing was like, Whoo! like the flag just waving back, and like ow 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 ow, ow, ow 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 like it was like twenty seconds of speedboat chase with all you're seeing is the flag flapping on the screen.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so good.
1: Oh, I like oh, the time of... chasers, that was that was when they were he stole the airplane and he knocked yeah. out a guy and another guy comes <laughs> out. like, he wasn't <laughs> counting on the assistant mechanic. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> Man, how does my oh. brain hold that? I haven't watched that movie. I haven't watched Time Chasers in like 15 years. Man, Man, weird. I, I, remember I remember in
0: the... college I actually bought the DVD and like obviously MSD. <laughs> Uh, like cut out scenes for like length or whatever. Oh man. But did did the DVD
1: have the full thing?
0: Oh yeah. The whole thing. It was absolutely wonderful. I think it came like a little tiny, like cardboard, like envelope. Nice. Very poor packaging. And it was, it was a wonderful time.
1: That's good. Okay. I was just talking about quest of the Delta Knights. I also remember being at one of my library, my local library's bookstore. They just had the movie itself on either VHS or DVD. And I was (laughs)
2: like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's out there somewhere. (laughs) How how does the library, how does the local library come by? Donations. Obtaining such a movie.
1: Donations from weirdos. That actually makes a lot of sense. That's probably how the library gets lots of things. And totally normal cool people also.
0: Also them. Yeah, if you're listening to
1: this
2: and have donated such movie, totally normal, cool people. I, mean, I donated plenty of stuff to libraries,
1: but yeah, no, I was shocked. I was shocked when I saw it. And Final Justice, I think, actually has like, there are labels now, Blu ray labels that exclusively kind of like put out loaded out editions of like kind of bad movies that have become popular again because of like, right. how did this get made or whatever.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's beautiful in its own way. It gives that perseverance of like their entertainment in their own weird way, not like high art cinema.
1: Yeah, like who's like, man, I need a 4K of Hudson Hawk, but yeah. like <laughs> a lot of people listen to how did this get made. They're like, well, if like a portion of their audience buys it, like we'll make our <laughs> money back,
0: right? <laughs>
2: Gosh, Monos is kind of like a Terrence Malick, if like the cinematographer, like had broken both his arms and (laughs) they forgot to write the dialogue and they shot it on crappy old technology and they didn't use actors. That sounds about right. It's absolutely wonderful. So watch it or don't. And April fools. you April fools.
0: (laughs) April fools.
2: For listening to this whole thing.
0: Grab grab your local April fools and watch Amano's hands of fate. (laughs) There you go.
1: We have social media and a voicemail line, and you can throw something on Cash App if you actually like this. But that's it for the plugs.
2: There you go. No plugs this time. No plugs. You you just go read the notes if you need if you need to figure it out. TheSubstancePod.com.
1: You're the voicemail. I'll say that.
2: There you go. We'll see you next time. In like two days. This week. Yeah,
1: we'll <laughs> see you in a couple days. Don't expect an April Fool's bad movie every year, but we just
2: thought this would be a fun thing to do definitely fun we hope you enjoyed it and agree bye bye the end question <laughs>
0: Should we reserve some bandwidth here Vigia? with the, oh, yeah. the videos?
2: Let me see. Should
0: so, yeah. so, yeah. yeah. say my
2: Sharknado thing again? <laughs> why don't you say? Why do a very mono thing and just say that line over exactly and over again. and over again until so, Jacob hears it?
1: I always cite Sharknado. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so tornadoes and sharks. Yeah. Like if somebody monos. can walk into the hands of fate.